Welcome to this week's episode of Monday Musings. This week's episode is a bit different. Um, On Friday the 14th of August, I took some time to really sit alone with God and to meditate and to really reflect on what's happening inside of me. And out of that moment came an urge to just share with you what I was doing. So this episode will sound very different. It will look very different. But I want to encourage you to listen anyway, because I think there is some absolute gold for wholeness and the restorative power of God's presence. I hope you enjoy. This week, um, I find myself taking a moment to retreat, to take time alone as my schedule got busier and busier and busier again. I'm back at work, I'm back meeting friends, I'm back socialising, but my quiet time had disappeared. My time alone was gradually fading and I realised that there was a real need to remember what I learned coming in to this lockdown of solitude, of time alone, time away. And I didn't realise till now how much it robbed me of my peace not to slow down, to not stop and get everything out of my brain and into the arms of a father who cares more about what is going on in my brain than I do sometimes. He is more aware of what's going on in my brain than I am sometimes. And yeah, I just wanted to raise that with you and just be real that for the last two, three, maybe even four weeks, my sleeping pattern has been all over the place as I've been going back into work and back into the swing of life. But there's been a distinct lack of peace in my evenings a distinct lack of peace in my resting at night. So this evening, I took some time to sit and and really just take pen to paper, write everything that's on my mind, do a real brain dump of everything that is taking space up in my mind and realizing how big of an issue it is or how little of an issue it is and handing that over, praying over the things I needed to pray over, release the things that aren't mine to hold on to, ask for forgiveness and repent where I haven't done things rightfully, where I have made mistakes, where I have fallen short. And I can't tell you how much peace there is in just taking a moment to slow down in finding the time to reconnect, switch off your phone. I took, in this moment, I set my phone on aeroplane mode so that I couldn't get distracted and scroll through Instagram, that I couldn't get distracted looking for the next message or the next notification. And I took some time just to scribble onto pages in my journal, what is going on in my life? Because so often when someone asks me, 
Joel, how are you doing? What's happening with you? I list off like work and events, but I can't tell them the depths of my soul. What is really going on? What am I thankful for? What am I sorry for? What am I feeling in this moment? So I want to encourage you, find those moments of solitude. And there was no one that modeled this better than Jesus. After he had been out and about doing the things that his father had called him to do, he would retreat to the mountain. He would retreat to the Mount of Olives so that he could spend some time with his father alone. So I just want to encourage you again. I think that something that I've mentioned before, but find time, make the time. And like I've said before, it doesn't have to be long winded. It needs to be undivided attention to him and building a relationship with him. Having a conversation. So I just want to share what my process this evening has been. It has been a process of doing what I've called a brain dump. Writing it all out on paper. No editing. No filtering it so that it seems pleasing to me or to anybody else. And then sit there with it. Feel what you feel reading it back to yourself. Feel, let the emotions wash over you. And I just want to, and in that moment, take time to ask God what you should be doing with those emotions. Should I be putting them into prayer? Should I be putting them into giving this back over to him because it isn't mine to hold anymore? And then do it. You have him, you're in that space, you're in his presence. I encourage you to just do it. If there's releasing that needs to happen, release. If you need to repent and ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness and repent. Change your mind. Let your mind be transformed and conformed into Jesus' image by the repentance of, un- of a realization that we're not always going to get it right. And in doing so, the connection between you and God, or I have found that the connection between me and God feels closer. And that peace that had been eluding me for the last few weeks has returned. So I, yeah, don't neglect that time alone, especially as life gets busier again. And last week I spoke around forgiveness, but it came, I think, came across a lot harsher than I expected it to as I was rambling on with my thoughts. But there's one type of forgiveness and grace that I didn't talk about, which was a grace for yourself. Because if you set yourself this high standard that you can't even match in other people and also in yourself... Why would you go to a father who you think has this high standard that he will not accept you? And I just, yeah, I just encourage you to remember that he is a loving father who did everything he could to have relationship with you. 
And if he's willing to send his only son to die on a cross so that he can have relationship with you again, so that he may save you from the consequences of your actions, I just encourage you, go running to your father. Do not hide your face like Adam and Eve, but run to him. For he's not an angry father waiting to give you a beating for acting wrongly. He is like the father in the parable of the prodigal son. You have walked away. You have been misguided, misled, or taken some wrong turns. But he is waiting, eagerly watching that hill as you make your walk back to him. He never left. He's always been at home. He's always been in that place of sonship, inheritance, and true value. But we often walk away, we often hide, we often, yeah, we're often too ashamed to turn around and say, hey, I got it wrong, Father, I want to come back. So I encourage you, today more than ever, take a moment to stop. Get your thoughts out on paper read them back and see what God says to do with that. And if there's a hint of shame, embarrassment, guilt, I just, I, I encourage you to cut, take that to him because he's not waiting there just to punish you. No, no, no. He is a loving father waiting for sons and daughters to come home. He is the father who gave his son so that his son may have a bride that is pure and spotless, not because of what we have done, but for what the son has done. He broke his body for the healing of our bodies and he shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. The gospel is so beautiful in the fact that it's all wrapped up in a, a fall of humanity and a God coming, lowering himself to the form of man so that he can restore us back to the place, back to the place of being in the garden. And I just don't want you to go any more time without being restored, without you realizing that you are loved, that you are forgiven, and that there is a father waiting to embrace you. So just to reiterate, just a couple points, go away, find time alone to be with him and run to him. If you take anything away from this, find time to be with him alone and run to him. Because it's easy to sit in a room with someone and not engage. It is so easy to sit with God and ignore Him. He is right there. Song of Songs 4 verse 9 says, With one glance of our eyes, He is held captive. Don't waste your moment with a captivated audience with God. Take that moment, run into his arms and let him restore your sonship, your inheritance and your wholeness in a moment. Thank you so much for listening this week. I know this is very different from previous weeks and I hope it has blessed your hearts 
because this moment this evening has blessed mine. See you soon. <laughs>